1: we don't bring any life at all to the
0: church. The church is, is the life. It's still gives us the life.
2: Live. The reality is, he
1: is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God.
2: And good morning and welcome. Merry Christmas. This is Heather Caro. And this is Linda Baldwin. And we are your hosts this morning for Real Presence Live. We thank you for joining us and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I feel like you can actually say it now. It's official. It's official. Even a couple days before Christmas here at the Mustard Seed where we're broadcasting from, people would say Merry Christmas and I'd be like, no. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But you want to be polite. (laughs) (laughs) But now we can officially say Merry Christmas. Christmas. That's right. So pretty exciting. Like I said, we're broadcasting today from the Mustard Seed here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. For those of you that aren't familiar, I'm Heather Kara. I'm the Programming Director for Real Presence Radio. And the lady sitting across from me is my mother. Yeah, (laughs) lucky mom. So it's a mother-daughter show this morning. We've got great guests lined up for you today, and we're so excited. And let's start with a little prayer. Today is the feast day of St. John the Apostle. So let's uh, do a little prayer through him. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, through the blessed Apostle John, have unlocked for us the secrets of your word Grant, we pray, that we may grasp with proper understanding what he has so marvelously brought to our ears. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So today, this first hour, we're going to be talking all about books, and we are so excited to have our first guest on with us this morning. She is the author of Made New 52 Devotions for Catholic Women. Nell O'Leary, good morning, Nell. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Merry Christmas to you.
1: Merry Christmas. (laughs) We're in the season. (laughs)
2: Woohoo! Thus it begins. So my mother is joining us today. Uh, She's my co-host, Nell, and um, she actually runs the local Catholic bookstore in town. So she is really excited to be talking with you this morning.
1: Good morning. I mean, does it get better than this? A mother daughter show
2: this way? This <laughs> no, <bad>. it doesn't. <laughs> no me. Yeah. I got my tea. we curled up. Let's do this. We're having a cup of coffee, just a couple of gals chatting. <laughs> Love it. Mm-hmm. Well, in your book, we ordered about I would say ten to fifteen books here right. for the mustard seed and they're gone already now. Oh my god, thank you guys. We were are so-, <laughs> so kind. Oh. <laughs> We were so excited we were going to have the author and the book at the store at the same time, but of course, no. (laughs) (laughs) They sold out that fast. So tell us, Nell, first a little bit about who you are.
1: So my name is, as you said, I'm Nell O'Leary. I'm the managing editor for this wonderful women's ministry called Blessed Is She, and that's who put out the books in connection with HarperCollins. I'm an attorney who's retired. I like to say I'm a recovering attorney. (laughs) And my husband and I, (laughs) right? We're in St. Paul, Minnesota. We have five kiddos. uh, And I'm just delighted to be able to be on your show and chat about this project.
2: Yeah, I'm so excited. Um, I got a copy of the devotion, and it is just wonderful. Tell us a little bit about what Made New is. Well, we
1: with our, our Catholic Women's Ministry, Blessed is She, that a theme kept coming up and up and up with the thousands of women we serve. We have Facebook groups and, and social media, but also a, a daily email that goes out to everyone. Everyone was really talking about this idea of what am I and who am I and am I what I do? Am I how I look? Mm-hmm. Am I how successful I am? Am I my relationship? Am I my accomplishments? You know, all of those Really common questions for us, especially as women today, I think we get this message all the time. You are your eyebrows. You are your boyfriend. You are your your promotion at work. You are your waist size. You are your family oh. size. Um, and that, that's, that's not who we are. We are God's beloved daughters made in His image and likeness, and our identity and our value and our worth come from Him. It's not something anybody can even take away from us. Uh, so that's kind of the seed of this book of going into five women's stories. So I'm one of the authors, and then I managed the project. Going into five women's stories all through our whole life, from childhood up through adulthood, and examining where where did I find who I was in God, and not in the circumstances I was in.
2: Yeah, I find that so fascinating. I love the fact that you guys did start from the beginning. Because, you know, by the time you get to be my age or mom's age, you're like, you, it's kind of like a whirlwind of life. And I love that you start from the beginning, like, okay, let's re-examine this. Because you hear, you are the beloved daughters of Christ. But what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So how yeah. did you come up with that idea to do it from the very beginning? Well,
1: here at see City, we're storytellers. So our, our heartbeat of our ministry is we send a daily devotion email just for free to tens of thousands of women with a, a little reflection based on the reading, the mass reading. so storytelling is it's what we do and it felt like gosh, you know, if every woman had a chance, because we're all so busy I mean, who has time to re-examine childhood? No one's going to dig up those journals
2: <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to really Judy. Nobody
1: wants <laughs> <That's> Yeah <right. laughs> For a chance to say, if we can look at our own stories and say from early childhood all the way through those rites of passage, all the way through uh, friendships and romantic relationships and work and and church community and the life that we find ourselves looking back on, if we can do that for us, the five writers, if we can take a little bit of scripture, there's a short, maybe 700 word reflections, it's once a week. You sit with the scripture, you read this little reflection, you have two questions. Maybe that could help our readers say, you know what, this lie that I am what I do actually does come from when I was a teenager, Mm -hmm. and I had to pick what I was going to study in school, and I I picked the quote-unquote wrong thing. It wasn't going to quote-unquote make me money, and that Mm -hmm. made me insecure in my identity even then as a 19, 20-year-old, and maybe that's where I need to start unraveling and let the Lord is to shine His flashlight of grace and help me know who I really am.
2: Yeah. So Nell, you said that there are um, other authors that are portrayed in this, that have written in this book. Can you talk a little bit about who those ladies are, and why was it important to have so many different authors? Yeah,
1: so there are five of us. So the the founder of our ministry, Janet Nizar, is one of the authors, and she's a a mom of now. She lives in Phoenix, Arizona, and she got so we all have different stories, and we're all at kind of in different seasons of life. That's why it was important for us, from our from our our bevy of authors, to to ask five to be part of the project. Um, so Jenna had worked; she had worked for a number of years. She had gotten married young um, and had children early. Then there's myself, who went on to grad school, at, you know, as an attorney, worked as an attorney, um, came from a large family. Then And Britton Calavita is one of our writers, and she has just an incredible story of a father who left her, um, who died eventually of of drug use. um, A a journey of infertility with her husband after ten years, were finally blessed with their first baby. Then we have Liana Bowler, who came from a very difficult background with her family, um, had her children, first two children before she married her husband had a big reconversion to the faith. And then we have Liz Kelly, who is a remarkable woman. She, she didn't get married until her, her early 50s, and she has MS. So she writes about her her many years working in academia, um, dealing with her, her disease, and then also being married later in life with no children. And uh, really a beautiful tapestry of these women's different stories and different approaches to the same mm. question, because gosh, you know, we've read books where you think, well, that's nice, that was that person's <laughs> experience, that was whatever they were reading. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we yeah. wanted to just give the something for, for everyone, you know, that you could find yourself in some, some part of everyone's story. Mm.
2: I love that. That is beautiful. That's a wonderful way. So, thinking of these five authors, what were their experiences in working on this project? Oh, they
1: are just incredible women and such delight. So I managed the project. We kind of ran it almost like we would one of our in-house books, but then when we were finished with the manuscript, instead of sending it to our own designer, we collaborated with HarperCollins. They were so kind and reaching out and asking us to do this project with them. So I worked with each author. Everyone had their own Google Doc, and then we talked through which scripture do you feel like would go with this period of your life, and then... They prayed about it, came up with, I think I'm gonna tell this story and then I said, That story sounds like dynamite, let's do it and then sometimes we went back and said, Oh, I don't love how that story ended up so it it was a beautiful back and forth of me getting to be inside the process with them and hearing hearing them say, I had no idea that this story had affected me that way and it wasn't until I wrote it that I saw God's hand was in it or God's hand reached back in through time, in it in praying through my story here mm. to hear the discovery that came up for them and also just their their dedication to excellence in writing and really showing, not telling, you these stories, you feel like you're in the middle of it. It's so rich and for them to really stretch and hone themselves was so wonderful for them, but also for me to get to
2: witness as their editor. Yeah. So therapeutic for them it sounds like. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Real Presence Live, and we are talking with author Nell O'Leary. She's one of the authors of Made New, 52 Devotions for Catholic Women. It was just released earlier this month, and like I said, it's flying off the shelves. Um, It's a beautiful devotional for Catholic women, and we're just talking about some of the authors um, included in that book. Um, And Nell, so... You chose identity, and we only have a couple minutes, and we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back and talk a little bit more about that. So thinking about the focus of identity, why was that number one important um, for this devotional to be centered around?
1: I think that the devil loves to attack us at that very root question Mm. of who we are. He wants to separate us from God. He wants to plant all these seeds of doubt, and then he wants to grow them. And to mm. say, no, we're going to clear the deck, we are made in God's image and likeness, we are His beloved daughters, and He wants us to grow in sanctity, and virtue toward Him, is just fundamental to our, our path as Catholics.
2: Beautiful. I love it. I love it. It's like being renewed, and you've got 52 devotions and helping you to become renewed in that. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're gonna take a quick break, folks, and when we come back, we're gonna dive more into the actual devotions part of this book and why it's important. So folks, Real Presence Live, I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Linda Baldwin. And we're broadcasting today from the Mustard Seed in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We're gonna talking with Noel Leary, the author, one of the authors of Made New 52 Devotions for Catholic Women. More Real Presence Live right after this. <music> Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, the Executive Director of Riverview Place in Fargo. The blessing of our foundation built on faith and our sense of fellowship strengthens our sense of safety, security, and community. This is what the region has come to rely on at Riverview Place for the past 35 years. We'd love to have you join us. Call 701-237-4700 to set up a tour today or check us out at homeishere.org.
0: You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network.
2: And welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Linda Baldwin. And we are a mother-daughter duo this morning for Real Presence Live. We're broadcasting today from the Mustard Seed in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Thank you for joining us, and I hope everybody up north is staying Home. <laughs> <Yeah>. It looks <laughs> like they should be on the pictures. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. So down here in Sioux Falls, we just got a nice cold wind. Pretty hot, yeah, ha- A little average. dusting. Yeah, not a big deal. But Nell O'Leary is on the line with us. She lives over in the St. Paul Diocese, and so we're excited to have you on, Nell, talking about Made New, 52 Devotions for Catholic Women. You're one of the five authors uh, for this project. Um, so... Talking about 52 devotions for Catholic women, how did you first, um, what's your background and experience with a devotional, why it's important, how you first started with one?
1: Thanks so much for asking. I think that's a great question. You know, it all comes down to consistency and the need for it. You know, I've, I've got five kiddos, they're grade school all the way down to a baby, and just having a book that holds you accountable, and says, okay, next day you're going to do the next thing. Next week you're going to do the next thing. Whether it's praying the liturgy the hours or doing one of our Blessed is She Advent or Lent books or doing the new made new book, I think it just helps me feel like, okay, there's something next for me to do instead of kind of getting lost in, well, I was reading that book of the Bible and where am I in my rosary today? It's really nice to root in and say, I'm going to make a commitment. I'm going to open this book. I'm going to retake her scripture, I'm going to be fed by the Word, and I'm going to think about these questions. I'm, I'm going to do it because it's in my hand, it's right in front of me. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So how has that helped you? Um, because I would sometimes some devotionals are very small, like take two minutes. Is that really making a difference in someone's life?
1: I think the smallest things can make the biggest impact. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's when we sign up for an enormous course, then it's even harder to follow through. But Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be grandiose, right? The Lord is in the little details and to say, okay, I'm going to grab this book made new. It's got one thing for every week. I'm going to pick the day of the week I do it. I'm going to crack it open, and I've got my Bible next to me. And I'm just going to spend those five to ten minutes giving that time to the Lord. And when we consecrate even a little bit of time, God's going to give us that in abundance later. We think I don't even have time for a five-minute thing, but that five-minute thing will change your day. It will change your life. I've seen it in my own life. The littlest fruits of our labor, He can turn into the most amazing things.
2: Yeah, and it's a, it's fascinating when you read something that you do daily or whatever, how parts of that reading pop up in your mind throughout the days. You know, something that I read, you know, two three weeks ago, can pop up in my head today. You know, and it's just, it's just building slowly this great foundation for us to live our lives off of. I love that. So, what can a reader expect to find in this devotional? What does it look like? How is it laid out?
1: (laughs) There's just a little bit of everything. Yeah, it's very straightforward. So you have a sweet little introduction, and it's not dated. You can start at any time. People can get it now for the new year. People can get it in the middle of next year. But you start, you open up, and you've got your first day, and there's beautiful artwork. Oh, I wish we could show the ladies the artwork. It's so beautiful. There's an artist who drew all these pictures for us. She's really wonderful. She drew all of this. And you have a scripture verse, a little quote from a scripture verse. And you jump right into a story. And I think what you just mm. said about things steam in your head, because this isn't just information, because this is deep and real and raw parts of women's stories, they are really going to stay with you because it's not just another nugget of a factoid. It's it's a part of someone's life. So you read the story, and then at the end of the story, it has a reading for you. That's a little assignment. We didn't put the Scripture in here full Scripture verse, because we want women to open their Bible, right? Uh-huh. Everything can be on your phone. Everything can be so convenient. We want you to actually crack open your Bible. And if you can't find one, it's okay. You can always Google it. You can look on your phone. And read just a, just a snippet, just a couple lines from Scripture, a couple verses, not long. And then think about these two questions. There's two questions for every week to think about. And that's the opportunity to say, okay, I've read this person's story. That's nice. I've read the scripture, that's nice. But what does this mean for me? What is God doing in my life? What is he feeling? What is he showing me? What is he kind of shoving me and pushing me toward that I'm reluctant on? What is he doing here? And how does he want to work with me? I want to work with him. How does he want to work with me? Hmm.
2: Beautiful. Well, and I, one of the parts that I read, I was reading some of the bullet points, and one that really struck me is that in this devotional, you're asking women to look beyond themselves to others. And my first reaction to reading that was like, isn't that what we always do? But then I read Mm. on, and it's, why is it so important for women to seek ways to support other women? Mm
0: -hmm. And
2: that really struck me. I was just like, yes, there is a difference. There is a difference there. Can you talk into that a little bit?
1: The comparison game is so toxic as Catholic women. It's not just about, does she have more, do I have more? It can even turn into, is she living more liturgically? Is she holier? Mm -hmm. What kind of rosary does she have? How often does her family go to mass? Oh, her kids are always good in the pew. Oh, look, she (laughs) has this number of kids. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Yes. (laughs) So instead of getting wrapped up in just a Catholic version of comparison to say, we are made for relationship. Even the Blessed Trinity God, the Father God, the Son God, the Holy Spirit, our Triune God is in relationship. The Holy Family is a relationship. We're made to relate to others. How can we do so in a way that helps lift them up, that helps Mm -hmm. draw them closer to God, that we can all grow to be saints together in the story, not fighting each other out for Mm -hmm. us in the kingdom, but lifting each other up to say, this is my story, and and I want to know where your story is, and I want to know where I can praise you. And where maybe I can help encourage you to do it together. It's just oh it's so much yeah. better, you guys.
2: That's beautiful. That's a way, way more fun way to look at it. Yeah, <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> way more holy way of looking at it. <laughs> I, have, I love that. Well, and so then part of the, another part of this devotional, I'm quite excited about it, um, is that you talk into times of transition. And I find that really important because I'm going through that transition myself being an empty nester with my daughter mm-hmm. heading off to college. So, mm-hmm. can you talk about why that is so important too and how you guys have approached that time of transitions?
1: You know, everyone has them, right? Yeah. Everyone has them, but they're kind of invisible. We want to put our best foot forward. We don't necessarily want to share that we're not landed, that we don't have our feet on firm ground, that we're trying to kind of figure out. What is this new phase of life going to look like? Because I should only talk about it if I already have the answers, I mm-hmm. already have it all figured out.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: none of us do. So, whether it's a transition to empty nets or, or to having a loved one depart or in a workplace moving on, I mean, you know, whether it's starting up a new Catholic goods bookstore when you're supposed to be in <laughs> retirement,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that God is in that too. And that He wants us to know that. He is there, even if we feel a little uncertain about who we are, or we were so defined by what we did, or what who we were in relationship with, or how we functioned, It shifted that He's still there for us, and that our identity in Him
2: doesn't change. Yeah, beautiful. Well, if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Nell O'Leary this morning. She is one of the offers authors of a new devotional for Catholic women called Made New. Um, it just hit the bookstores at the beginning of December and like I said here at the Mustard Seed, we had about 10 to 15 copies and they're gone already. Uh, so they're just flying off the shelves. So check your local bookstores for this new devotional for Catholic women called Made New. 15 to 52 devotions for Catholic women. So now just talking um, about it, when... Let's see. When we are looking at the um, Made New, you have suggestions for new prayer practices, and I find this very interesting. Can you give us, some, us ladies, a little taste of some ideas that you might have for a new prayer practice?
1: Oh well, gosh, I I love all of our trying traditional prayers. I'm a big rosary proponent myself. I've also found that with prayer, in prayer, with sacred scripture, like we invite women to, doing this, it's an ancient thing, right, Lexio Divina, where you just sit, St. Benedict started it, you just sit with sacred scripture and you read it slowly in small chunks. It can feel a little intimidating for people to think, well, I, I didn't read the footnotes and I don't have a theology degree and I don't know exactly what <laughs> God says in this part. What's St. Paul doing here? That's okay to just sit with each word slowly reading it aloud and just asking the holy spirit to help you and maybe you'll have a little new thought in your head and maybe you'll feel like oh maybe he's encouraging me to do this or maybe this is what that means in my story to have permission to sit as catholics with sacred scripture can feel a little daunting sometimes right there's that old joke catholics don't know the bible but you guys come on we can we do, do this we can, <laughs> we can do <laughs> we sure do so to sit sacred scripture and to also invite our lord into these stories so if you are reading the book and you're going back through yeah there's some stuff from early childhood or my educational journey that was really hard i kind of don't want to think about it to say jesus will you take my hand and walk with me through this memory will Mm -hmm. you come back through this memory with me and will you take my pain and sanctify that and draw me closer to you instead of covering it up or shoving it away to say this is part of who I am. And to be healed, it needs to come out into the light of God's love, to open ourselves up in prayer, to say, come on back with me down memory of the Lord and and help me revisit these things with your grace.
2: Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, we only have a couple minutes left now. Any last thoughts that you would like um, to say to our listeners, our women who are listening to this and contemplating the devotional?
1: You know, ladies, I just want to invite you to know that this is a book for you, too. And you can feel like you don't belong, or you don't fit the Catholic woman mold, or you feel a little out of sorts, or you think you don't fit in in this world of all these women who seem to have it all together. First of all, no one does. (laughs) Secondly, These stories are for you. They're stories of love and loss, of, of addiction, of body struggles, of family struggles, of of joy, of healing, of finding peace with who you are, and that is a journey for every single one of us to embark upon. So please, don't think these are stories for only women that already have the halos, because I gotta tell you, we (laughs) definitely don't. And we want to invite you to read our stories and to help you find your own, and to help you walk through a whole year of being made new by God through His grace, through His love, and of course frequenting the sacraments. So please grab a copy. You can Get one over at our website, net slash shop. A lot of independent bookstores, Barnes and Noble, a lot of other outfits. So many places to go and look. Please support local first. But if you can't find it, you can head over to our website.
2: Beautiful. Nell, thank you so much for joining us this morning. It's been a pleasure. Ladies. I just wish I were there in person. You guys are glad. <laughs> Have a little cup of coffee yeah. with <laughs> Nell O'Leary. That's, you know, awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank
2: you, my friend. Thank, Thank you, me. Nell. Thank you so much. Have a blessed Christmas. You too. God bless. All right. Bye bye. All right, folks. That was Nell O'Leary, and she's the author of Made New 52 Devotions for Catholic Women it just hit the bookstores at the beginning of December so check out your local bookstore for Made New 52 Devotions for Catholic Women it's uh, put out by Blessed is She so beautiful organization and I'm really excited to start diving into that because I have my own copy at home. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a quick break, folks. When you come back, if you have a middle schooler or teenager and you're wondering or about... grade school. Or grade school and you're wondering about a book series, Catholic book series for them, mom is going to dive into all of those. So get out a piece of paper and a pen because you'll want to write some of these down for your kids. So more Real Presence Live right after this